Hi there. I'm Mark Swallow, and I'm glad you are joining me for today's God Is podcast. Let's get started learning who God is. Thank you for joining me today from wherever you are and by however you listen as we meet together coast to coast here in the United States and all the way around the world. If you have your Bible there with you, please open it to the fourth chapter of Genesis, verse 2. Last time we learned that Cain and his younger brother Abel both had jobs. They were working men. We read about two men with two different occupations. This is Genesis 4, verse 2. Again, she gave birth to his brother Abel, and Abel was a keeper of flocks, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. Moses, the author of Genesis, sure is concise. In the same verse, he jumps from birth to adulthood. Cain and Abel are born, and then suddenly they are working adults. Abel was a shepherd, and Cain was an agriculturalist. And when the text says Abel was a keeper of flocks, it means that Abel was a man who tended to sheep, goats, and small cattle. When the text says Cain was a tiller of the ground, it means literally that Cain was a man serving the soil. He was serving the soil. The Hebrew word translated as soil in English means red earth and arable land. Today, I'd like to share with you a few insights related to this work that Cain and Abel did. We will have their occupations before us again in the verses that follow, but let's get a few things straight while we are still in verse 2. To begin with, it seems obvious to me that Adam passed down both occupations to his sons. Let me show you what I mean from within the Scripture itself. I want to start with the older boy, Cain, first. The Bible says Cain was a tiller of the ground. Well, so was his father. If you turn back to Genesis chapter 2 and look at verse 15, you will read this. Then the Lord God took the man and put him into the garden of Eden to cultivate it and keep it. Genesis 2 verse 15. Man was made to work before man sinned, and Adam's task was to cultivate and to keep the garden. Then, once God removed Adam from the garden, still it was Adam's occupation to cultivate the ground. Listen to Genesis 3, verse 23. Therefore, the Lord God sent him out from the garden of Eden to cultivate the ground from which he was taken. Genesis 3, verse 23. What is the Bible teaching? Adam had work to do in the garden before he sinned, and Adam had the same work to do outside of the garden after he sinned. And that work, cultivating, keeping, tilling the ground, was passed down to Adam's firstborn son, Cain. I'm making the case that Adam passed down his occupations to his sons, Let's go second to Abel. The Bible says Abel was a keeper of the flocks. He was a shepherd. In Genesis chapter 3, there is this very interesting verse. I'm reading Genesis 3, verse 21. The Lord God made garments of skin for Adam and his wife and clothed them. Genesis 3, 21. Where did those garments of skin come from? 
They came from animals. God killed animals and took their skins. So it must have been that Adam shepherded the animals. After all, we know from Genesis 1 that man was created to have dominion over all the animals. Man was to rule over them. Genesis 1, verse 26. Part of Adam's work in the Garden in Eden was to shepherd, to rule over animals, and that work was then passed down to his younger son, Abel. Can't you just imagine Adam parenting his children? Adam teaching his sons how to cultivate the land and how to raise and care for the animals? What did they do all day back then in this post-Garden in Eden life? They worked just like us. Adam, Cain, and Abel got up every day, had breakfast, and set out to accomplish their work with vigor, toiling under the sun, growing vegetables and fruit, and feeding and watering sheep, goats, and small cattle, like father, like sons. And Adam was hands-on, showing the boys what to do, When God escorted the man from the garden, did Adam even take with him some utensils, some tools he had used back in the garden? Did he pass along those to Cain and Abel? Perhaps so. I believe Adam mentored these young men, shaping them into the agriculturalist and shepherd they became. That is still true today in many parts of this world. The parents teach the children to work, and out they go together and toil hard all day in order to live and pay the bills. If you grew up on a farm, then you can very much relate to this. Everyone in the family has something to do. I did not grow up on a farm, but I have family members who did, and this is their testimony. Well, that being said, maybe you grew up with a father who was a mechanic, and now you are a mechanic, or a dad who was a lawyer, and now you are a lawyer. Was your father a businessman, and now you are, too? Perhaps you even took over the family business. Maybe Papa was a soldier, and now you serve in the military. Whatever the case may be, still, the work of the parents often becomes the work of the children. That was the case with Adam, Cain, and Abel. Work is necessary, and there is dignity in work. One of the best traits my parents handed down to me, they modeled and taught me, was hard work. Be early. Be willing to stay late. Work well. Be diligent. Do not slack off. Be disciplined. And always do your best on the job. Have strong work ethic. To this day, I apply those lessons to what God has given me to do. As the Bible says, do our work as unto the Lord. That is not always easy. In fact, depending upon our job, this can be very difficult. If you have a job, then you know this. May God give you His grace and strength this very day and night to be a good worker. As we talk about Cain and Abel and their occupations, notice second that one occupation is not inferior to the other. What Cain did was not better than what Abel did, and what Abel did was not better than what Cain did. 
The occupations are equal. Both are acceptable to God. When we get down to verse 5, we are going to read about how God rejected the offering Cain brought. Cain had brought unto the Lord the fruit of the ground. And some think that the reason God rejected Cain's offering is because being a gardener was inferior to being a shepherd. Not so. That is not true. And we will see why Cain's offering was rejected, but it had nothing to do with the type of work he did. You know, we are fond of ranking types of employment and making certain occupations or vocations, whatever word you want to use, better than others. Earlier I mentioned auto mechanics and lawyers. Isn't the temptation for us to think that a lawyer is better than a mechanic? And I mentioned soldiers and business people. Isn't our temptation to think that being in business is better than being a soldier? I say that is our temptation because to think like that is contrary to how God thinks. The next time you think a mechanic is less important than a lawyer, just see what happens to the lawyer when she cannot get her car to start on the morning of a big trial. Or if you are tempted to look down on someone working hard in the military, prepare to salute the next time your business experiences a precipitous fall in income and the stock price because of a terrorist attack. Whatever work you do, if you do it as unto the Lord, and of course, if it is work that can honor the Lord, Whatever you do is important and not inferior to someone else's occupation. Clearly, I'm not suggesting one can be a drug dealer or a prostitute, a gossip columnist, or a mobster for the Lord. I trust you understand that. Well, here's my third insight. Regarding Abel's work, we should emphasize that his flock would be necessary for presenting the right offerings before the Lord God. It was not until after the Great Flood, later in Genesis, that animals were used for food. Originally, men and women were all vegetarians. I think it is interesting that many people have returned to vegetarianism today. The sheep, the goats, and the cattle in Abel's flock will be used for sacrifice and also for clothing. Who does not like a warm wool sweater when it is cold? Finally, notice this about this last part of Genesis 4, verse 2, and these two occupations. The fact that Cain and Abel are born and grow into being workmen who work the soil and the animals shows you how wrong evolutionary theory is. Let me quote Robert Harbash. According to the theory of evolution, man was originally a caveman hunter and only eons later became an agriculturalist and still later a herdsman. But scripture teaches that the agriculturalist and the herdsman were there on the earth from the beginning. Leupold says, There is no need for man, as the Bible knows him, to wander through the mazes of development because of his crude state before he can arrive at agriculture and shepherd. 
In flat contradiction to evolution, the first man was an agriculturalist and a shepherd. Robert Harbash and H.C. Leupold have this right. Evolution has it wrong, as always. Well, I hope these insights are helpful for you. Join me again tomorrow for God Is. Thank you for listening to this God Is podcast. Drop me an email and tell me what you think. Mark at GodIsMinistry.org That's Mark at GodIsMinistry.org Please do share this with others and be sure and join me for the next one.